0: guys do it just give it just give it to him share it just shut them yeah. up yeah 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 well uh i guess we're we're starting to get into the uh the holiday season here uh we did our last episode was on a holiday movie thanksgiving so now our next yeah
1: back-to-back we got another movies.
0: back-to-back holiday movie episode uh on jingle on the way but uh yeah before we get into that Luke, have you been watching anything, uh, anything of note lately?
1: Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have, um, Ooh. I mean, I'll just, I'll start with, I'll just do, I don't know where to start. I'll just do December ones.
0: Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I've got a <laughs> few, De- few December ones.
1: I'll just do December. I know we've got um, one that
0: we, that we both watch that I'm sure we'll, we'll chat about.
1: So I watched, uh, I watched Dave, the David Fincher movie, uh, S- Mank, S- yep. um, which I thought was cool, but I was slightly let down because I thought the media, like some media, like IndieWire, certain stuff like that. I thought they built up the movie like a lot. Um, like as if like this was finally like going to be, Fitcher's like best movie or something, which I was like, Whoa, you know, like (laughs) Fitcher has a lot of best movies, so that must mean like this is really great. But and I I might be mixing it up with articles that said, you know, this is his most like personal movie yet or like this is the movie he's been wanting to make for years or whatever. But still I had a lot of it. Like I was like, This movie's gonna be, you know, like something is what yeah. i thought and it is it is but like it just wasn't like it wasn't like the masterpiece i thought it was gonna be necessarily yeah. even though there's a lot of like really great things in mank it just wasn't uh i don't know just wasn't as quite as epic as i thought it, as i wanted it to be uh yeah. and not as a not as a new or original as i thought it was going to be either
0: yeah, I kind of felt the same way. I I wasn't necessarily blown away, but I I enjoyed it, but also um, did not meet my expectations. I, I guess I didn't see too much about it before beforehand, but I saw the trailer, and the trailer like, yeah, so amped for it. Um, and I do love how you know the audio sounded and how how it was shot and everything. Yeah,
1: it, it does look so cool like mm-hmm. throughout.
0: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just I could never really get too in- invested in it. Yeah. Um, it just
1: felt very um very typical in that whole writer trope of just yeah. like a a miser- miserable self-deprecating writer God
0: writer yeah. Yeah,
1: and I do like the um I do like the arc in the in the movie though on like Him eventually, you know, wanting like recognition and realizing it's Mm -hmm. his like best work and uh, stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I honestly, I could watch the film again as well. Um, Oh, and and also the performances are really great.
2: Yeah, Um, they are. Yeah,
1: the and I, I like I like the way it's written as well like Mm -hmm. just the way they speak and there is a lot of like if you are just a like a a film nerd or like just a a, a, someone who follows that era of hollywood you it'll just have your interest right there because there's like they they do things like they meet with david selznick and have a creative meeting and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So and there's just and there's just like a lot of slick dialogue and slick scenes and
0: it looks really slick I did really like that scene too, yeah. And I, and I think part of yeah, part of the reason where I I guess at the end of it, uh, I just wasn't super blown away was just because yeah, at the beginning I was very on board uh, with everything, But and yeah, like I said, I just couldn't uh, yeah. I I just never really cared too much, but I still thought it was you know an interesting story, uh. But yeah, yeah, didn't didn't really exceed my expectations or any or anything like that but yeah yeah Yeah, like i
1: like a lot of fincher movies more for instance but it's definitely a a unique thing that he's adding to his uh, filmography yeah for sure so that's high up on the 2020 list for me though still because like (laughs) there's not a lot (laughs) yeah
0: what else is there yeah
1: yeah so um, I, I guess another thing I watched, which is also 2020, I watched uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh, oh, Aaron man. Sorkin, um, which I also f- I felt similarly about this movie that I did Mank. Like, <laughs> except I didn't really have much expectations, um, but uh, except I also liked this movie a little less than Mank. So, <laughs> just didn't wasn't super into the trial of the Chicago Seven and um so that was a let a bit of a letdown <laughs> i'm starting <laughs> off this like podcast episode on such a high note here yeah. <laughs> um but i really i love everything uh aaron sorkin does um like i i've never not been like really into something that's you know outside of the newsroom maybe like something that's been you know written by aaron sorkin and so um I don't know the trial of the Chicago seven. I was just not that uh, I I just like, I just was not that into really like Mm -hmm. um, I I felt it was a little more average, a little more uh, like has its moments for sure, but it's a little more average and a little more subpar on on his uh, caliber. So yeah, a little, you know, just, just liked it, but you know, just was kind of still kind of,
0: uh, yeah. I haven't haven't seen that one yet, but I, i plan to but the criticisms i've seen have been kind of about how everybody you know always loves aaron sorkin's writing but they have a lot more critiques for his directing uh so i yeah i guess i don't know i don't know how you i could see that. that i could but... see
1: that with this movie i guess i mm-hmm. could see that
0: yeah i don't think i've seen any of the films that he's directed which I think are only a couple. Yeah, it's like
1: one. He directed uh, Molly's Game. Molly's Game, uh, yeah, which is I I loved. I thought it was really great.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um. All right,
1: I've got um, I've got a few weird ones to to, all right. to slide through before I throw it to you. Um. <laughs> so the first one is Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell yeah and maggie gyllenhaal and dustin hoffman emma thompson queen latifah <laughs> yeah. fucking huge cast
0: the stars of the early 2000s yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so i'm gonna to continue to be a downer here because i also was not that in
2: stranger <laughs> than
1: fiction I, like like from mank net from mank to the trial of the chicago seven now to stranger than fiction i would say i've gone exponentially down in the movies <laughs> like oh, wow. you know i like the way i like you know trial of the chicago seven less than make is now i i like that like this one you know that much less now um <laughs> yeah because i i thought stranger than fiction uh I think my problem with stranger than fiction, um, one, I think Will Ferrell is very miscast, um, in this movie. Also, um, I think one of the problems with this whole idea of like, um, Emma Thompson, you know, like writing a novel and then, you know, you know, uh, the person's in the story blah 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 and she's trying to finish her novel and then she's like i gotta kill the character it's a tragedy all that sort of shit the problem is for me personally that uh will ferrell who plays harold uh, crick in this crick in this movie <laughs> his life and uh whole story is just very uninterested um like, they, they just go over so many times how he's, like, how he's, like, so much about routine, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he really doesn't, uh, out, you know, like, he definitely, you know, he ends up going for Maggie Hall, which is, um, you know, which I like. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that it's about, like, it's just constantly about how he's just an uninteresting guy made this movie very uninteresting.
0: Yeah, I don't remember much from Stranger Than Fiction. This was a uh, uh, probably a blockbuster movie rental with the family back in the day. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it since then, but uh, I do remember thinking it was like it was like all right, but maybe uh, it was sort of you know gimmicky, just sort of using the whole just. Uh, I guess, putting all the weight of the movie on to just the gimmick that Emma Thompson is writing this book and Will Ferrell, Yeah. And, and he's like, yeah. yeah, he's just like caught up in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it in long enough to really give a good good enough take on it. But um, everything yeah, I'd say one of
1: the only things since... I liked about it was Maggie Gyllenhaal. I think she's
0: really good in
1: it. And yeah, just like her character in it but, and there's also a, a a Will Ferrell, uh, singing scene. He sings some famous punk rock song and plays guitar on it. And like, it's not like, um, Elf or Step Brothers or I'm trying to think of another movie sings like the other guys where it's played for humor. It's like actually played for like, wow, he's so good. And, hot while he sings like that sort of thing so it's wow. it's it's like kind of a good scene but it's also kind of bizarre
0: <laughs> i don't remember that at all wow yeah I'm. it's i feel like uh, uh has will ferrell done that many like serious roles really and this is somewhat like comedic too but i, I feel yeah. like we've seen adam sandler do well in
1: more serious than Will Ferrell. Yeah. Um, well, I watched this <laughs> this one movie. So this is this movie is actually my f- least favorite movie of 2020. Um, I watched <laughs> Downhill. Oh, it's
0: Downhill. It's the movie
1: with it's the movie with Will Ferrell and Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that is borderline a dramatic role too. Yeah. But, I can it goes to your point that, yeah, he's not good at it. Cause as I said, it's, uh, it's my least favorite movie of 2020. Wow. And it, and it has two of my favorite actors. <laughs> yeah, it, right, so yeah. it just shows how, how bad it was
0: of uh, like incredible comedic actors. Two of like the
1: funniest yeah. people, like yeah. for sure. And, and the movie's not trying, does not try to be funny really that much at all. So, it's just yeah. uh yeah, it's a shitty movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've only seen parts of it um when it was on tv at some point but uh yeah it's a it's a remake of like a danish film i think which i have mm. seen and and that one i actually thought was 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 good was good really well done but uh yeah i don't know i it's I a really awkward so
1: film it's super yeah. awkward
0: yeah I, I yeah, I, I guess I feel like maybe Will Ferrell was miscast in that as well. Or maybe oh, yeah. maybe the movie just wasn't good in general. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that one more in depth when we go over like our our 2020 lists.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so we're going to finally get to something I liked. Ooh, here we go. I watched in December. Um that isn't like um a rewatch. Um and you're you may be surprised actually, um, because this because it's a uh, little Nicky, the Steven <laughs> Brill Adam
0: Sandler. <laughs> we we just went through those three movies and then you bring up a positive side and it's Little Nicky. <laughs> it
1: happens to be Little Nicky, yeah, um, uh. yeah, with Adam Sandler, Patricia Arquette, Harvey Keitel, Rodney Dangerfield, Reese. Witherspoon, Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon, Quentin Tarantino, Rob Schneider. Uh, yeah, I mean that. There's more people, wow. but like Dan Marino, <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers
2: yeah yeah
0: this yeah. is yeah
2: little get nigga, in, yeah get in the flask
1: <laughs> just get in the
2: flask.
0: have you seen the snl sketch with uh it's like that sandler, <coughs> uh, it when no, Adam sandler i really them.
1: should though i really should because i've yeah. seen him most of them now
0: yeah if pete davidson gone actually does like a really good little oh
1: i i bet i bet he does his voice is perfect for it
0: yeah it's pretty funny yeah
1: what's funny is that adam sandler in this movie you can barely hear him (laughs) like you could definitely (laughs) knock him for that
0: yeah oh for sure
1: like you have all these like people talking normally and then adam sandler is just going (laughs) he's
0: like doing a different version of the christian bale batman voice kind of like yeah. so indistinct and and quiet that it's hard to understand yeah yeah. yeah yeah i mean I, I
1: guess i i basically just loved how strange this movie was but like yet how i liked how i liked how like everyone was in it you know i loved how carvey Keitel was the devil um, I, I
0: forgot he was like his dad in that. yeah
1: movie. And I just I loved how committed everyone what was <laughs> kind of to this stupid movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's just really yeah. it, you know. And I laugh, I laughed a lot, and um, I think I rank, I I kind of rate Sandler films a little differently than others, like the especially same. since, yeah. especially since he's made so many bad ones. So since I like Adam Sandler a lot, like if I find. I like what he's, I like what the man's about. Okay. (laughs) Um, Like, so if I find something like a movie that I just like, you know, I just, I like a little bit, you know, like this, I'll Mm -hmm. like, I'll be like, I'll act, you know, like I'll really rate it positively, basically. Kind of like Hubie
0: Halloween exactly exactly yeah.
1: hubie halloween is a ridiculous movie yeah but uh, since i i enjoyed it so i mean i like hubie actually i mean i like hubie halloween a lot better than little nicky i'll say but um yeah same thing
0: yeah you just yeah you still like enjoy it in some sense and i will say out of all of like the just completely bonkers adam sandler movies like this or you don't mess with the zohan uh yeah ridiculous six like i little Nikki is way better than uh than those
1: yeah i mean yeah i did not i'm not a fan of don't mess with the so
0: <laughs> me neither yeah no what's uh...
1: weird is i was listening to something and i forget who said it but someone said like that it was like some director it might have been like the Safety brothers um saying that don't mess with the Zohan for them was like a classic or something like <laughs> that <laughs> and I just like couldn't agree with that because when the I watched don't mess with I forget who said that wow. but mm. it was somebody it must have been the Safdies because I don't watch like director interviews with like um, people that Sandler works with outside of like the Safdie brothers and Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson so yeah wow yeah, um, but yeah, little Mickey, I I recommend little it. Mickey. He eats a he <laughs> eats a lot of Popeyes in this movie, which I and I love. Oh. and I love Popeyes.
0: Actually, just hearing you talk about it, it's making me want to rewatch. It. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. So, but yeah, this is a I, movie I saw when I was I was way too young. When I when i first saw this movie it's
2: pretty
1: hilarious like just watching harvey keitel as the devil and like (laughs) he the way he's so committed to this dumb comedy like harvey keitel is one of our you know our greatest actors so like just to see him in that is great
0: and there isn't like his uh i don't know like his assistant or whatever you want to call him he has like boobs for a head or some, um, something um like so ridiculous there's
1: this one point where he gives the guy boobs for a head uh, oh, okay. yeah harvey keitel and then when when sandler enters like the world like earth mm-hmm. like it's like a dog that like escorts him around yeah like a bulldog yeah <laughs> like right. like a talking yeah talking bulldog <laughs> and you're just yeah. like what is going on <laughs> and i'm saying i was like watch this Popeyes. <laughs> like I, I just loved it you know
0: yeah oh yeah this is making me want to rewatch it for sure yeah yeah nice i would
1: actually i would actually rank it high on my like sandler <laughs> movies list when i make one i know you have one i i gotta make one
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i'm excited to to see your sandler sandler list and see where that All right.
1: yeah i'll have to look at yours as well to see where it is <laughs> it'd be interesting yeah. to see
0: i don't even remember yeah
1: all right, so I've my last one. Um, so this movie I, I I liked, I liked, but it's also a very weird movie. Um, I watched Wild Things, 1998 movie. Kevin Bacon, Matt Dillon, Nev Campbell, uh, Bill Murray.
2: Murray, um
1: bill wow. murray plays uh matt dylan's attorney at one point in this movie and it's pretty great <laughs> one of the things i liked about it a lot
0: nice i have not seen uh wild things yet but i've seen the poster yeah a million times where they're like in a pool
1: yeah yeah and they're, they're like kind of pool. the women are kind of mer- uh, uh, uh they're posing as like alligators sort of yeah. thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah because this movie, uh, it actually takes place in Florida. So that's kind of why they're kind of why they're doing that. Like the women, (laughs) the women are a metaphor for crocodiles with Matt Dillon, I guess (laughs) something. This is one of the most ridiculous films. Like it really is, you know, I love, I love that. Like, you can just still find things that surprise you you this much like wild, wild things is like a really horny movie it's like one of the <laughs> horniest movies ever like the movie starts out and like matt dillon's just like he's a professor so he's just like walking through the school and like basically every girl in this movie just wants to fuck matt dillon like <laughs> so like they just look at him like they can't resist him so much um and <laughs> I mean, can you can you blame him? Can you I mean, blame yeah. To, to be fair, Matt dylan's a good-looking man. Yeah, he's hot good, as but fuck. Still, yeah. still, this is a even for Matt dylan I think this is a very elevated <laughs> level of horniness for this movie. <laughs> like everyone in this movie is so horny. Um, and that, like, so there's this one scene where they cut from like Matt dylan being ogled by like two of his students. And and like one of the first scenes in the movie, Matt Dillon like drive he like drives his the students home and the the girls are like leaning over him and all this shit. It's just, it's just like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see him kind of driving one of those uh one of those I don't know what they're called like hover boats or whatever they use on the Everglades. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. They like the mean? big the big fan on the back. Yeah, exactly. Back. He's mm-hmm.
1: like. Cru- they, they, they like they like cut from that to just him cruising over the everglades and he's like got sandals on and he's like looking all like cool and it's almost say it's really it's really weird um it's like they're they're alluding to him in, in some like weird sexual way um <laughs> that the everglades has something to do with the uh the pool of women that are after him and how many women he's been with or something like that. Cause he's also known in this movie through the town, like a multiple characters say it like that guy's been with the whole town. Hasn't he? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then it'll show the alligators. So it's like, they're alluding to the, the alligators or, I don't know, something to do with this. <laughs> All- I guess. <laughs>
0: That's above my head. I don't, I don't really. Yeah. I'll just to see to find out
1: um anyways this is a, I, I haven't even gotten to the main point that this is a mystery movie <laughs> oh,
0: oh i thought it was yeah. a porno the way you're describing yeah. it yeah
1: it is but it's also a mystery movie oh. um so like the movie starts out and Ke- and kevin bacon's talking about how he's like a detective and kevin bacon's like the biggest crimes are sex crimes and and all the college students are like, oh, yeah, sex, <laughs> yeah, we like sex crimes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then so then eventually Matt Dillon kind of gets caught up in this uh, in these allegations of rape, basically, by mm-hmm. two of his students who are uh, played by Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. Um, who are both really good in this movie. So I don't know if I would even I, – I, I would probably have hated this movie if it weren't for the cast being so good and committed to it, um, wow. to how ridiculous this is. Like Matt Dillon kind of works really well for how ridiculous this movie is. Um, so there's a lot of just laughs with that. And but really the the ladies really shine, like Denise Richards and ne- and Nev Campbell, who are two of like, you know, the biggest uh actresses of the nineties for sure. Mm-hmm. So um that's part of the reason why I like this movie. And um I I just, I think it's really like, it's got like a really campy, fun quality to it. And it's And like, even like the mystery gets like more absurd and absurd. Um, And then uh, it's just, it's just got a lot of shit to like shake your head at and laugh at, but you know, but not totally dismiss. Um, You know, like I was kind of like a log for the, uh, the the goofiness and the, probably that I don't know I feel like it's maybe just because it's the way it's aged since the 90s mm-hmm. uh yeah so I would not yeah I would say it's a definitely a flawed and a poorly a movie that's aged poorly but I would say it's a, a good movie
0: nice yeah I'm gonna have to check that out it's on my list on some whatever streaming service it's on it's on
1: uh Amazon Prime at least yeah, that's yeah. where I watched it yeah
0: yeah it's nice off to, to check that out Alright, yeah, that's
1: the end of my December watches.
0: Alright, nice. Yeah, we started off rough, but we got a strong finish there with Little Nikki and Wild Things. Wild things. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah alright. Well, uh, yeah, I've just got a few, a few to mention and then a, a show that uh, I think is worth mentioning too. But, oh, okay. Yeah, actually, you know, I'll start with a show. I'll get that out of the way. I think that I think you would like to maybe you've even watched it already, but it's how to with John Wilson on uh, HBO max. Nope. I've uh, yes, not seen yeah. it or heard of it. So how to with John Wilson is a, uh, it's a new show. There's only six episodes. They've all come out <coughs> um, by now, but uh, it's uh, executive produced by Nathan Fielder of Nathan for you. Oh, okay. Of which I am a, uh, a massive uh, fan. Now of.
1: I know. Now I know why I should care about this. <laughs>
0: yes. Have I got your attention now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have my full attention. So it's it's uh, if you like Nathan for you, it is very similar humor wise. It's very awkward and uh, uncomfortable, um, but also you know it shows human nature in a really fascinating way too. Uh, so basically, every episode is a there's a different topic. Yeah, and it's just this guy John Wilson who he. Um, films things around New York City, uh, you know, from his point of view, uh, it's all POV shots um, of him. And then with his narration over it uh, and like the first episode is a great introduction to it. It's on small talk. And he just like goes into, uh, yeah, how humans deal with small talk every day. And then in every single episode, it sort of um, transcends into something Completely different, where you don't even know how you necessarily got there, which gives it a lot of rewatchability. I'm on my my second watch through now, but uh, it is so incredibly funny, and the the real people that he sort of stumbles um, stumbles upon and and um, interacts with that become you know characters on the show are so fascinating because they're so odd. Um,
1: yeah, and- so, I mean as probably with Nathan for you the producers know how to pick the the right people yeah much like Nathan for you I actually met a guy who like worked on that show on like a set I worked on like the only set I've like 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 one of the two sets I've worked on outside of corporate video and since like COVID hit but I met like a guy the producer on that set like worked on like nathan for you and like eric andre so when he told me he worked on nathan for you i was like i was like whoa and i was like i was like i wish i could ask you so many questions on like what you did how you guys did it and blah 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 Mm -hmm. but i know i know you can't answer blah 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 but uh yeah he did he basically did confirm what i already believed is and it's that how much how like uh I don't know, just basically the brilliance of the producers and how they uh, basically plan out all the the encounters and, and plus the targets, like you were talking about.
0: Yeah, well, I like I think, uh, yeah, John Wilson, just like Nathan Fielder, they are so good at. Um, they're so good at sort of getting the most ridiculous things out of super weird people. They're just, yeah, it's almost like they they manipulate them into getting whatever weird quirks that these people have. Um, you know, like in the first episode yeah. it's about small talk, and he ends up um he's just interviewing people outside of WrestleMania or something, and he meets this guy who he's just he looks like this like bonehead wrestling fan. And it turns out in his spare time, not his job, in his spare time, he catches sex predators by posing as like a 15 year old girl and he just like catches them and turns them into the police on his own time. It's like out of nowhere, this guy, uh, you know, comes into this show and then he ends up tying in the small talk piece to it because this guy, you know, he's small talking these, um, you know, potential predators into, um, you know, doing like a, to catch a predator type uh, confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's hilarious and, and just crazy, but also just like Nathan for you, it's I'm like so, mind so fascinated. Blowing. Yeah. I'm yeah. So just fascinated by the, the people they get on it and just the, uh, I don't know the, the crazy things they do, but yeah, if you like Nathan for you, it's, it's, it's going to be right up your alley. One so. of my
1: favorite bids in Nathan for you is um, the security guard who
0: loves big press simon sees yeah yeah and
1: i i i I even forget i completely forget even what happens but he says like it has to be uh substantial
0: yes i actually (laughs) rewatched that episode recently yeah yeah, and
1: he goes up to the woman he's like just wanted to let you know that uh i i don't even know what does he say like he has a problem that he is he likes breasts a lot or something like that yeah he has
0: to go up to his so they they are pitching this reality show him and nathan and he's has to go up to the to the manager of this jewelry store who has been hired as a security guard and he has to say just so you know i i like he as if he has like a medical condition and he's just like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh very attracted to women with large breasts and i sometimes can get distracted while looking at them <laughs> yeah, so i yeah. want to let you know that um i i'm going to do my best to not get distracted if a woman were to come in with large breasts
1: <laughs> yeah and there's like there's like a woman with a with big with big breasts is like just in there then she leaves then he goes up to his supervisor and goes like i just wanted to let you know that yeah. i was a little distracted there yeah.
0: i want to apologize yeah and the guy's like you don't we don't need to have this conversation like yeah it's, like please uh, don't talk yeah. to me yeah Yeah,
1: it's one of the funniest things uh, yeah. yeah he's like he's like uh yeah he's like i i get up first uh, i get up in the morning i put on my belt and then i eat the sand i microwave the I'm sandwich. Sorry. Or and a hot pocket, hot pocket. Yeah. That I eat the hot pocket sandwich.
0: <laughs> I like to take one bite and then blow into it to cool it down. Yeah. It comes out yeah. pretty hot.
1: <laughs>
2: and they do it.
1: They show him doing it in like slow motion.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so funny. They just go through his yeah. whole daily routine.
1: And right. I, I, yeah, I could re watch that show too, but mm. I, I will definitely. Uh, how to is now for sure top of my uh, watch list yeah Uh, absolutely
0: i know yeah i know you'd like it yeah it's it's almost like therapeutic for me too it's there's like yeah there's like some heart to it too so yeah
1: yeah oh yeah for sure
0: yeah so that's my uh that's my tv uh pick what i've been watching um then yeah we talked about Mank, which uh yeah we already talked about Mank. uh then yeah just two more two more movies that i watched uh in the past week or so first one was uh in the mood for love the uh, yeah why movie first uh, viewing Good
1: timing because criterion just released a one car Y box
0: today yeah today i saw that on instagram yeah wow yeah, so... criterion
1: seems to be going hard or maybe i'm just like very <laughs> in tune with criterion or something <laughs> yeah.
0: i don't know it's probably both yeah either one yeah, yeah and i really loved it i this is my first uh ooh first um car film that i've seen yeah um but i get I, not that there's like a ton of uh of hype um around him but uh he's very well uh acclaimed and uh, and everything and uh, yeah what a beautiful and also heartbreaking um uh, movie it was yeah. um uh i feel like <laughs> unlike you i I've watched a lot of movies recently that I either uh, that I either have already loved or that I love on I mean, like my first viewing. Um, yeah. Besides the one that we're going to talk about in a little bit, but uh, yeah, and this one, uh, this one I really loved and I could uh, see myself watching again. Um, yeah, I would recommend it. It's on HBO Max and HBO Max. Um, I don't know if you saw what Christopher Nolan said, but after Warner, hey, Media, it's the worst streaming
1: service. <laughs> it's like it's, I
0: think it's the best.
1: Yeah. Everyone at home loves it, though. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's the best. But uh, I think Nolan's just pissed that they are taking movies out of uh, theaters next year. But um, uh, I'm sure he'll get over it somehow. Maybe he'll switch from Warner Brothers. But uh, yeah, it's on HBO Max. Uh, if you're if you're into film in any way. You gotta check it out.
1: It's a very memorable score in "In the Mood for yeah. Love."
0: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and now I'm. Uh, I'm not sure if there's more Wonkar Kar Wai. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but uh, more of his films on HBO Max or not. But I'm definitely going to be uh, checking out more of those.
1: Yeah, I've been meaning to watch more. I've seen. A, I've seen just a few. Mm-hmm. But in the mood for love, I've now seen twice. So nice, yeah, because it's so great.
0: And uh, then the last one I have is another one that I saw way too late for the first time. Let's um, enter the dragon. Uh, oh,
1: is that with Chuck Norris?
0: No, that's uh, Way that's of the just, Dragon is the one. That's where it's,
1: it's his family.
0: Uh, so enter he's like dragon. he goes like uh, undercover for like the CIA oh, yeah, 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 to yeah, the guy yeah. to this guy's uh private island um yeah yeah uh yeah and it was it was the one that came out like right when he died too
2: mm.
0: um but yeah I really uh I really enjoyed into the dragon it's uh I didn't know I guess too much what to expect but it is so much like a bond movie um that I was yeah. uh yeah I, don't, I was really intrigued by that aspect of it where yeah basically a bond movie but bruce lee as uh bond and uh yeah really liked it i i i sadly haven't gotten too much into bruce lee but um now i now i'm gonna try to uh yeah to give the man some uh some respect
1: the only bruce lee movie i had seen was uh once upon a time in hollywood <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah he was great in he that stuck. by the way he Too, sucked yeah. in it. <laughs> he got his ass kicked by brad pitt yeah uh yeah well, apparently there's some controversy with that scene but uh but yeah, yeah bruce right. lee kicks ass and enter the dragon um and yeah yeah I, I enjoyed it quite a bit so uh
1: yeah his movies are very epic
0: yeah and you know for, i'm just gonna bring up this one quick but recently, in the past month, I also watched Police Story for the first time. Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, Police story and and that I was like, wow, okay, I gotta watch some more. That's martial fun. arts movies. Yeah, yeah, I I loved Police Story. So have
1: you seen um, Drunken Master yet?
0: I haven't. I haven't seen all of Drunken Master, but that's one that I've seen, seen like parts of, of on TV. Yeah, yeah,
1: Drunken yeah. Master is such a great time, just like Police Story. I think, like, Police Story has, like, better, like, sets, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. stunts. The stunt work in Police Story is better because is, is the first one, the one where he goes down the, the like, the whole mall, like. Yes. Like, thing. I love and, the mall, yeah. yeah, yeah. that insane mm-hmm. thing. It's just, yeah, that's one of the craziest things. Yeah, um, yeah like, it, it makes, like, Tom Cruise even look, you know, like. <laughs> you know like he doesn't do anything in his movies um yeah. but um legend of drunken master's like choreography and just humor wise is just pretty great mm-hmm.
0: yeah that, that's what i loved up. police story too is obviously the the choreography and the stunts and set pieces and yeah the mall scene but also yeah it's uh it's pretty funny too um, oh yeah and yeah. uh yeah so yeah legend of and math that's one i've been uh wanting to see all the way through because yeah i've just seen bits and pieces here and there but uh yeah that i think that sort of gave me the bug recently to uh watch some yeah more so you're on a kung, uh, kung
1: fu uh
0: kung fu yeah yeah kung fu kick yeah yeah <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's what we've been watching, but...
1: Uh... Hold up. Since you brought up shows, I'm going to bring oh. up a couple shows. Oh, since got I guess shows, we do shows. Since I guess we do shows now on this show.
0: <laughs> so I, I broke probably, the rules a bit.
1: We probably have. I don't know. We I talked about remember. Twin
0: Peaks a bit, but that's all I can think of. Yeah, <laughs> just Twin Peaks. <laughs> Maybe Twin Peaks is the only one. I don't know.
1: Um, so Enoch... November, um, I watched a couple of shows. Um, the first one is Horace and Pete, uh, oh. the, the Louis CK show, mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, uh with Louis CK, Steve Buscemi, Edie Falco, uh, Jessica Lange, Alan Alda, Stephen Wright. Um, and it was one where, so I know we don't have we don't have a lot of listeners, but <laughs> I will. That's enough. we have. So we have we have few enough. Even if we you know had a lot, I would say
0: we're small but mighty. Yeah, yeah.
1: Even if we <laughs> even if we had a lot, I'd still be you know comfortable with saying that I very much uh, I miss Louis C.K. is like a uh, c- as a comic um, mm-hmm. for sure, and um, I think he's just done very you know in the before when his career was going on he did really great work and I just wish he was still able to do more um and uh and I both you know I believe what he did was wrong blah 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 but I still wish he was making things um basically Mm -hmm. um so yeah I'm a Louis CK fan essentially and um Horse and Pete was something I've wanted to see for a while and I heard a ton about it um it's one of those he like released it uh like out of nowhere i don't know if you remember that
0: i i remember Um, hearing about it when it first came out yeah yeah
1: he like i'm pretty sure it like only went to his website or something like that and he didn't do it with anyone big and he just no one knew about it and then one day it just it just came out Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so he because I think he wanted it to be, uh, just, I don't know, just very in secret. Yeah, um, he did
0: something similar with uh his like comedy special at the Comedy Store that he released. Yeah, around the I same think time. So. Yeah, yeah, it was all like pretty secret and just on his website. Yeah,
1: and so also this this show didn't just come out uniquely. It just is very uh, unique in how it in how it's written, how it's made. Like it's, it's shot very much like uh, live television and like a sitcom, um, but it's really not a sitcom at all. Um, but it's shot exactly like a sitcom. So on that end, it's like, if you're looking for like cinematic qualities, it really, it does not have that. It is shot like TV. Um, and very much feels like a set soundstage sort of thing. And you're, you're basically at the bar of Horace and Pete's voice. Um, and I, I feel like he did that. It was just, I don't know, it was obviously a, like a, a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, this is, I will say this, this is a very depressing show. It's very sad. And I think the, the way it's shot... <laughs> it helps contribute to that because it, I think he wanted it to be like that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And so basically like in this show, Horace and Pete, uh, Horace played by Louis CK Pete played by Steve Buscemi run this bar and they've got a lot, a ton of family baggage um, along with Edie Falco who plays their sister, um, their sister, uh, Sylvia. And they just all have a lot of baggage that I, I don't know, I'm not going to go into the baggage, but they have a lot of baggage that has happened at that bar. And um, so the story is very much just like uh, learning about them as, you know, the show, as the show goes on, you just learn more and more about them and uh, uh, things that have happened. And there's just a lot of dialogue, um, a lot of dialogue scenes. And um, there's just a lot of... uh, and it's very well-written. It's very well-written dialogue. It's, it's not only like, there's not only a lot of very funny, funny dialogue, but it's just very smart. And there's a lot of layers to it. Um, and, and it's, it's so, and it's, it's a, it's a tragedy, but it's very, it's, it's a very beautiful show. And, um, there's just a lot of, um, like, care put into it for like people who are like depressed um mm-hmm. people who have like very tough lives and um and yeah it just has a lot to say about those types of things and it's and on top of that it, it's also pretty hilarious a lot of the time too <laughs> but just in a, in a different way than uh you would expect say a louis ck stand-up thing to be i like the writing mm-hmm. is especially just smart and um and really is about just how people talk who've been around for a long time, like how all these actors have, you know, like in their Mm -hmm. acting, acting in their fifties, that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's just very smart show. It's very well done. And I I highly recommend it even though it is a bit of a bummer.
0: Nice. That did you, where did you watch this? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd seen most of his show Louie um where i felt it was also uh a, a little more serious and, and depressing at times yeah. but also yeah funny but uh yeah no i hadn't i totally forgot about uh the show horse and pete i don't think i've heard about it in yeah years yeah so i might have to check that out nice how many um, seasons did it even go it's one just yeah, one season one and it, oh, okay and it, yeah.
1: end, it ends that's mm-hmm. it nice yeah
0: yeah nice i'll have to check that out great cast too
1: yeah yeah it's it's really unique nice all right so yeah that's it i'm not gonna talk about the other show we should get into the movie (laughs) yeah okay
0: (laughs) well uh yeah let's uh i guess we'll get into the movie now uh we'll take a a short break here yeah get into jingle all the way get to it jingle all the way
1: <laughs> it's such a funny name for a movie it jingle yeah. all the way
0: <laughs> does it even really make sense to the to the story at all no no all. Never,
1: never yeah like elf makes perfect sense uh yeah. polar express makes perfect sense the santa, the santa claus. claus yeah mm-hmm. yeah like even yeah it's it's a clause, yes. <laughs> like, not like Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa the Claus. Claus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but my whole like child life, I thought uh, it was just called the Santa Claus, like, yeah, like his name, the Santa Claus. And it wasn't until I was older that I realized it's the clause. and that's actually a clever title. Um, but yeah, Jingle yeah. they just took a, a holiday um, saying or lyric from a song and turn it into yeah. a, movie, a song
1: guess. title well not even a song title that song's called uh what's that song called jingle
0: bells is it jingle bells <laughs> yeah i think i said jingle
2: bells <laughs> i
0: couldn't remember what song yeah yeah jingle bells yeah yeah bells. i mean,
1: i i think it really goes to um it really is good at just representing the fact that this uh all that this movie is a lo- like it uh, has a lot of just christmas garbage in it
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you know so the recently on our episodes we've talked about like the first time uh you know that we that we saw the movie that we're talking about so i'm curious to see when uh the first time that you saw jingle all the way was because i i can vividly remember mine back in the day
1: i i can too um I was probably 11 or something like that. Who knows kid. (laughs) And I was in, um, I was in Michigan at my uh, aunt's house where we, uh, did all of our holidays for years. Mm -hmm. And it was in, uh, her basement with like two of my uncles who kind of just two uncles of mine who basically just sat and hung out in that basement, like most of their lives watching movies. Um, (laughs) And so I actually saw a lot of movies down there. Um, like I saw, like I don't even know if I would would have grown up with Jim Carrey if I hadn't like hung out and that came to that basement every, you know, a few months and uh, you know just watched like you know The Mask again, you know, mm. over just over and over again, over again. Um, and so it was a lot of Jim Carrey movies, but one movie another another movie we watched was jingle all the way one time and (laughs) um it instantly just became like a favorite for like my cousins and me um like we it was like i was so young so i like knew that the movie sucked still you know what i mean like i still knew that it was a bad movie Um, But I I, I just, I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. You know, I I just, I liked the ridiculousness of it even then. And I I would say I even like it probably more now. Like I I, like, I'd say I appreciate how, you know, like all the, like how crazy this movie is now, even more so.
0: Yeah, it is quite ridiculous. But I I guess I'm, I'm a little different because when I first watched it, I didn't realize how bad it was. I well, I remember I was probably five, um, five or six. And uh, I was very close with my neighbor at the time. Uh, and I remember watching it in their living room and thinking it was like the greatest thing ever. It was, <laughs> it was my first Arnold Schwarzenegger movie as a five-year-old. And, you know, I obviously thought he was great, thought Sinbad was great. Uh, huge Sinbad fan from that day, and then uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it it wasn't until and then I watched a few other times when I was little, and then and I but it never I guess it never was really like a regular, never stayed yeah. as good. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a regular Christmas uh, rotation movie for me. Um, and then yeah, as I got older, I realized how ridiculous ridiculous it is, but i still have a lot of fun with it yeah it's not yeah it's not one that it's it's like hard to watch it is so just ridiculous and stupid but still a lot of fun yeah
1: i think when i was 10 and i saw it i like i had already seen like a bunch of schwarzenegger stuff like t2 predator um like last action hero um Probably kindergarten cop, maybe maybe mm-hmm. others too. To Terminator One, Terminator Three, and so what? By when I by the time I saw Jingle All the Way, like I knew enough to know that Arnold Schwarzenegger was like bad in this movie. You know, <laughs> I was so I think yeah. like I, I I think I don't think. The, i even probably thought the rest of the movie was bad i just think that i just just because i was like wow like you know arnold opens up the movie going like you're my number one customer like even <laughs> as a kid i was like oh my god he's awful in this movie. you know <laughs> or like he's going up hey little girl a big red ball you know <laughs> like like doing just trying so, so hard weird to- be yeah. funny and strange in this movie like he's yeah so
0: i'm not the pedophile i just want the tea The turbo yeah oh, yeah yeah <laughs> i just
1: want the turbo man you know like, and i probably yeah i think as a kid i was like wow that's ridiculous you know uh so i've kind of grown i'd say i i like i've always felt the same way about this movie except like now i've even gotten like deeper into it you know because the i've watched it the past two christmases now um and last Christmas, especially, was one of the first times I watched it in a while, maybe probably a few years and it really hit me how bonkers this movie is yeah. last year like especially like um the final parade scene i i, I like oh, just yeah. couldn't believe i just couldn't believe it really uh, i still I still yeah. can't believe it. it's just it's one where i 'm just so happy that um it exists um and i'm also but i'm also always like i'm all i'm always just shaking my head at like what it is you know like at the same time i'm like what was everyone doing
0: yeah right and i think now i will probably try to watch it once a year around christmas yeah because It's,
1: it's become a classic at this point yeah yeah
0: because i hadn't seen it in probably i don't know three or four years at this point so i think that was good enough time where i um yeah i I forgot a little bit about it and how how wild it can be but uh yeah it's (laughs) it's uh it's still enjoyable it's enjoyable to uh to just revel in how um and how weird it is and how bad arnold is and yeah well i guess we can get into like the, the cast a little bit too i mean arnold schwarzenegger sinbad who um apparently i didn't realize this but in the 90s he was more of like a family comedian family friendly comedian i didn't know that but um phil hartman rita wilson and uh and anakin skywalker J- and jake Lloyd, jake Lloyd,
2: well and i
1: didn't really know mm-hmm. i don't think it was till i was an adult um to where I knew that uh, I put the that two together. I was like, "Oh, that that kid's Anakin." Anakin. Yeah. Menace Anakin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh I guess this was the role that convinced George Lucas that this was
1: and, No, yeah, exactly, which <laughs> yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. There's
0: even a scene where uh where Arnold Schwarzenegger is about to say, "I am your father." Uh, but he's cut off. Yeah, it's
1: Oh, it's and this. Computer, oh, really? And jingle all the way. I forgot.
0: Yeah, it's like it's when he's trying to reveal to him that he's Turbo oh, Man. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He you can, see, keep, he's like off.
1: you see. I'm yeah, and then yeah. Sinbad comes out or something like that.
0: They they literally his his wife and his child cannot tell that it is him. Yeah, who else in Minneapolis sounds like this guy? and yeah. has, like his same chin and mouth yeah you can see his
2: <laughs>
1: you <laughs> pretty much see his
0: face yeah exactly it's just through a through a little visor but uh, so yeah.
1: for Phil Hartman well let me cover Phil Hartman real quick yeah so uh, since do. I was a kid I've been very just fascinated by Phil Hartman's character in this movie <laughs> um because when I was a kid I just like couldn't believe like I'd never seen uh, a character in a movie before so blatantly like to put it to my like Catholic schoolboy terms like commit adultery so like like as a kid I just like couldn't believe it I was like he's trying to commit adultery you know like and I just got I thought it was I thought it was hilarious like oh as a kid.
0: I, I still I think Phil Hartman is super fun oh it's one of the best yeah. parts of the movie for Definitely. sure just like and- his
1: existence you know <laughs> yeah. and how like how uh just how firm he is about his whole like plans in this movie
0: and he, he's apparently just like yeah just like sleeping through town like he's all the all the neighborhood moms want yeah. to yeah goofy ass guy
1: yeah they make him cookies and stuff
0: i yeah um, I, I legitimately laughed out loud at the line when his kid is like <laughs> Yeah, hopefully your parents get divorced too. Divorced, (laughs) wonders for my dad. dad. I thought that was actually a really funny line. Yeah, also, one of incredibly sad. Also, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: And I think it's partly because Phil Hartman's voice is so great. Yeah, you know, it's so Simpson y Mm -hmm. that um, it just makes him so funny in this movie. Um, Right, yeah. It it really works for him just being like a shitty guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um like when I was a kid and I was watching this with my cousins, my cousins and like my brother, we just couldn't stop laughing at the scene where he's offering Rita Wilson non-alcoholic eggnog. For some reason. <laughs> we, we we've always thought that was like the funniest thing. Um and we would <laughs> we would like repeat it uh for years like mm. we'll, we'll still we'll like if we see each other we'll still like talk about still that it. Mm. But, yeah we'll still be like the non-alcoholic eggnog scene like <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i uh i do think um you know his character alone is enough to to keep me watching there's a
1: whole movie, movie. Uh, yeah it's a whole movie within a movie Is that. <laughs> yeah
0: because he is just yeah he is like a, a cartoon character uh in this movie he uh, yeah he's basically playing one of his uh yeah Simpsons characters
1: what so Rita Wilson so Rita Wilson for me is in this movie probably I realize that this time around she's probably the only real like actor in this movie like on this movie's standards at least definitely like she's yeah. definitely in this movie the only real actor in her family in the movie you know what i mean like but and, and like her performance in comparison to say um like like arnold and jake lloyd is like just totally like you could see like oh she's like an actual actress yeah
0: Yeah, she's like an actual person too yeah yeah, she's
1: like a person she's not just in this buffoonery but like then again so so then her acting is just kind of going off of everything else going on so -hmm. then it just makes her look even like not necessarily her performance looks bad but her character just looks super dumb Throughout this movie, the the movie really does it, yeah. It does not, uh, I don't like, man. I mean, it's a terrible role for her. Why would you read this script and think that's a good role if you're any actress in Hollywood at the time?
0: No, yeah, it's she's it's so critical of, uh, I mean, I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger is a great dad in this, but uh, but she also, like, it just is so weird because. Do you not talk to your husband? Like you're you're going into bed together every night, and you have like you know that conversation in the beginning. But she doesn't know anything about her, her husband or her child, and he's like, "Oh, I've I've got the perfect gift for uh for our son," and it's like Turbo Man. And she's like, "Oh, right, well, good luck getting that." And it's like, okay, so she's basically at home with the son all the time, but she doesn't yeah. know he wants this Turbo Man toy, and she well, doesn't she go had- out
1: she has to because he's always talking that's all the only thing yeah all that jamie all that jamie is is yeah is in the turbo man
0: so it's so weird it's yeah it's almost as if they're already um like in the beginning i i had forgotten that they were still married i thought they had been like divorced or something and the whole point was uh, oh. Arnold was yeah. like trying to make sure his son you know still cares about him. He still wants to be a good father for his son. But yeah. it's like oh, they're still married. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just like he's known for being like liar, liar for Jim Carrey. Like he's trying to like stay yeah. in their lives, so they're like the stakes are more clearly defined. Yeah. But in this movie, it's more just like he's around, but he's just always a shitty dad. Yeah, and it's it's not totally understandable how defined it is i guess he's just too into work you know i think it's it's -hmm. really just that it's that simple which is kind of it kind of makes you know it kind of makes sense and this movie makes a lot of assumptions like that and i i think a lot of those things lead to uh i feel like the movie in a way has like clear ideas but they they feel almost uh more so accidental um you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like like of like not like it's in control of those ideas. Like the idea of it being, you know, a typical nine to five father, it more so feels like it's, you know, not like, it's not like that. They're playing with the cliche of the nine to five and that, you know, dads don't care. It's more so that they just didn't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, like there's a lot of things in this movie that could point to, uh, that we could get into more later about like, uh, just like consumerism on christmas mm-hmm. and a lot of like uh uh and and a lot of sinbad's rants um, on, on like yeah. the conspiracies of them having to get the presents for the kids and all that stuff which are like pretty clear ideas and that could actually work in like a christmas satire movie of some sort yeah. but like this movie's not re- like it's not it it's definitely not like what this movie's hundred percent trying to be it feels more like a failed attempt at something else and now it's coming it it is coming across this way
0: yeah i I think it's really um yeah just sort of unfocused in a way uh well first of all i think it's so funny when arnold's trying to get the toy and he we first meet bad's character and then yeah he immediately just a tight five minutes on uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like corrupt toy company yeah, and yeah, yeah conspiracies yeah. about this. He, like
1: doesn't he like g- grab a woman and, yeah he like chokes uh, someone he's like i will do this to you or something. yeah and like annoying. nobody
0: bats an eye that this man is just uh, like choking this woman out of nowhere but uh and yeah so i i was like looking up a little bit more about like the production of it and apparently this was uh influenced by the filmmakers uh um, you know, thoughts on like consumerism and yeah, like yeah. toys like Power Rangers or Tickle Me Elmo, where people are yeah. going nuts about them during the holiday season. But then he also went on to say something about how, um, he thinks that you know the the movie at its core is really about um bu- building a better family, and it's all about family. And I just didn't get that those vibes at yeah. all. And I I feel like. Maybe it actually could never with worse. his family at all. No, know? like the the family's never. still shitty. Yeah, and then uh, there's no like, there's really no heart at at this movie. And I almost feel like if they yeah. just went into more of like a less family friendly film and did it more about consumerism and uh and I don't, and, and the
1: commercialism and the ugliness of the commercialism of Christmas. Yeah, I feel like it, been-
0: it might have actually been a, a decent movie. If they yeah. uh, went all out I, I in that it, direction,
1: but also none of these people like Arnold would not have been in the movie probably then
0: yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah so it's I don't so it it's... almost works
1: out like that if that it is accidental because then <laughs> yeah. you get like Arnold's very memorable memorably bad performance
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's still yeah regardless it's still a uh, a very watchable and uh, enjoyable movie for how for how dumb it is but yeah it's almost like a, I didn't know whether to be anti consumerism all the way or be a family yeah yeah. Cause, yeah cause
1: there's like the scene where they throw the balls up into the air and then <laughs> everyone's grabbing and they play the Christmas music that like like that is a very clear like focused scene where they're just like this is like the mayhem of Christmas and look how fucked up it is and we're poking fun at this sort of thing
0: yeah right that, then that's more of like yeah commentary on uh yeah on on america and uh, oh. consumerism during the holidays. also
1: uh, uh chris parnell's scene yeah. is just so great it's one yeah. of the best
0: things chris Par- yeah,
1: you want you want a uh, turbo man this guy <laughs> yeah. wants a turbo man he's just losing his mind
0: <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah it's uh that, that's where i think uh I think the movie um the movie does well where it has these characters like chris Parnell or Phil Hartman where they are just completely ridiculous uh cartoon cartoony characters but uh but still still funny in that sense mm. um yeah, yeah. I, and i i don't know it um it, even without with you know without my my criticism of it not being like one way or another. Uh, it's still I think it's not just completely over the top and stupid that I uh yeah that, that I, makes I it get mad about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: because yeah. people
1: are trying to go after scenes. You know, they're mm-hmm. trying to go for these scenes, you know, they're real real scenes. Um like one of the first scenes in the movie. Which is a place where I'd like to start is like, uh, well, I want I kind of want to start when uh, when Arnold gets home, and then he he goes to Jake Lloyd's room, and he's like, "Hey, buddy," <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 like we we just I I just like that we get to see these two act together, <laughs> because I get such a kick out of the scene.
0: Yeah, wow, pretty it's... much
1: because they're two they're giving two like very uniquely bad performances each in their specific age group and so the fact that they're acting together in this movie is just it's a perfect duo for how uh, ridiculous everything is
0: oh yeah yeah it is uh it is truly uh impossible to see that this is a father and son uh having a conversation with each other
1: yeah and He's like he's like, he takes his belt and he's like this is really cool, <laughs> and he's like what does he say? He's like purple is important to me, Dad. It's two after yellow and three before black or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and right, we get to see like we get to see Jake Lloyd's like basically his audition there, right, for Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, we're, we're, like it's the exact same acting as like. You know, like Qui Gon, sir. I don't want to be a problem. Like that's sort of his
0: whole thing. I like uh, I like the random like little jokes that uh, Arnold throws out there too to try and like uh, I don't know get on his son's side. And he's like, "Oh, are those are those things registered?" Like he's talking about like his fists too or something. Are those? Oh, yeah, it's like, "Are those registered? Are those registered killers? weapons yet?"
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was Ugh. like, Jamie, what do you want for Christmas? I'll give you anything. And he's
2: like, I want the Turbo Vandal. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Battery sold separately. Like he just Yeah,
1: he recites the whole ad. This mm-hmm. kid is, like, obsessed with, uh, clearly he is filled with just, you know, c- commercials of toys and just all of it. And he just watches. Uh... He's not a healthy kid clearly
2: no oh yeah and
1: i would i would say there's a lot more than the fact that arnold doesn't show up for some things sometimes then Mm -hmm. i think this kid's a little too much in front of the television
0: he's got a he's got a rough family life really yeah 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 yeah,
1: because he's clearly just this kid's uh yeah he's a he's a clearly a huge consumer of all the of just of just uh of his of of his brand of of this yeah. brand <laughs> yeah. pretty much
0: yeah and then yeah. yeah and then that's where we have the scene where where Rita Wilson apparently knows all about Turbo Man but has Yeah but anything. she
1: hasn't pre-ordered the doll it's up yeah. to him to get the doll yeah yeah
0: he's like i found the perfect gift for him Turbo Man yeah. he's like oh yeah of course yeah well good luck getting it you know it's it's all on you you know <laughs> yeah but doesn't she say anyway. like doesn't she say like didn't you get it yeah yeah that's yeah it didn't, like, didn't
1: get, you get it? It? And he's like yeah that dog of course and then, <laughs> yeah. and then they, they go to bed and i remember when i was a kid like just the whole idea of him lying like i was like oh my god
2: like, he's like how's he now.
1: gonna get away from this you know and then <laughs> they had the fact that it like just you know when you see this for the first time it's just re- like the whole i um the whole idea that arnold just kind of like is is like around shopping all day Christmas Eve, looking for this doll as a basic premise is just kind of a uh, it's it's a humorous and a good first like it's a good just uh, um, I don't know an idea for a movie you know what I mean like just mm-hmm. looking through the stores all day just rushing for a, for just one toy um, yeah. and not be able to get it anywhere um, and the fact that he never makes it home all day of Christmas <laughs> yeah. Eve.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much yeah, the bulk of the movie is him on the hunt for the toy. Um, yeah, and his his little rivalry with Sinbad. Um yeah. leading like, to into... he wakes
1: up like the next morning and he's like he's like, Honey, I gotta drop at the office and get the thing. Yeah. And she and, and she's going to like, work on
0: Christmas Eve. Yeah, this is like
1: the last time like they talk for like so like the rest of the movie. She's like yeah. Howard it's Christmas Eve. The way she looks at him, you know, like that whole wife, that wife thing that they say, like, uh, yeah, it's Christmas Eve. He's like, I gotta get it. And then he go. then he just goes to, yeah, he goes to one store after another after that. Yeah. He he hooks up with Sinbad at the store. And um, then we meet, then then we meet Chris Parnell there and Mm -hmm. uh, he's finding out it's like impossible uh, to get a Turbo Man doll.
0: Um, yeah. and throughout all this time too where there's these calls back home to to his wife and child to find out that phil hartman is is you know working his magic yeah yeah, yeah um,
1: exactly
2: um, yeah.
1: so we gotta start from the beginning with phil hartman so we first see phil hartman at the the basketball i mean not the basketball the, game the, the, the karate. karate the karate and all these um these uh i don't know moms with with or without husbands it's not said are just mm-hmm. like ogling phil hartman He's like phil thanks for the work you did on my window or like yeah. thanks for the that handy work you did for me here's some cookies and he's like well thank you karen and he kind of <laughs> just looks over he kind of looks over at rita wilson just kind of kind of awkwardly he's like ha
0: and he's also like then he's yeah he's getting to women who are like "Ooh, i have a light fixture that needs like fixing in my home i would love for you to step over
1: yeah 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 and so then he how does he get to their how does he barge in on their house on christmas eve is it just because his son his son is playing uh with jamie
0: yeah, I think his son is there and then uh and then he comes over and Rita Wilson is like stressed out about Yeah, yeah, her not she's being making, there and Yeah,
1: yeah, and she's making cookies and says so like
0: I'll take care of it.
1: He's like you need a good rest. Like go take a shower. I'll finish up. Yeah. He's <laughs> I mean, like put
0: them like, in the oven at 350 degrees yeah, for 12 yeah, minutes. Yeah. He, you got He knows it. <laughs>
1: exactly how how like the cookies are made and blah blah and she's like You're the best. He's like, no problem. And he kind of like takes off her apron by like wrapping his arms around her. It's really fucking
0: creepy. By sexually assaulting her, yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly,
2: (laughs)
1: exactly. I don't know if you remember we when we we watched Kingpin for uh, an episode one time, and there's like a scene where like Bill Murray basically just walks up and touches a woman's breast before he like bowls, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah similar uh sexual assaulty vibes here yeah
1: exactly <laughs> sexual assault played for humor yes in a, in a 90s
0: movie yeah that's uh yeah happens a lot in the 80s and 90s i guess yeah um, yeah so that's um, that's basically what's going on the whole time Yeah, while, uh, and arnold then he, he
1: like he answers the phone from arnold eventually and he's like He's like, these cookies are so good, and then Arnold's like, "Who told you you can eat my cookie?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he eventually ends up yelling. He's like, "Put
0: the cookie down!" No, <laughs> put the cookie down. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which for me, like, has been—it's been like been that's a classic line since oh, I first saw it when I was a kid. Like sure. when I saw that as a kid, I was like, "Oh, that's great."
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great, a lot of great Arnold lines in here um that you know could only be iconic uh because mm-hmm. of him, but yeah that that's one totally one of yeah. yeah and uh oh well, i guess eventually I, I don't know how how in depth you want to go throughout arnold's journey um but uh, yeah it eventually leads him to um the Wait, are they in a mall when they meet jim belushi as santa <laughs>
1: um i honestly i don't entirely remember oh, yeah, yeah. i yeah, I just remember kind of after the scene where he gets um, in trouble for <laughs> you know you know trying to take the ball away from the kid. I think he might meet Belushi shortly after that, and then he takes mm-hmm. him to the socialist Santa um, <laughs> factory.
0: Yeah, it's this yeah this underground Santa uh, operation that uh, Jim Belushi is a part of. Wheaton's own Jim Belushi. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this, uh, this, it just keeps getting weirder, uh, when we get to this scene where there turns into a, a huge yeah. fight between Arnold and the Santas and, yeah.
1: uh, it's just yeah. weird subject matter for a family movie. Like it was yeah. a thing for sure. Like I get it now that it's like a, you know, like how it's an anti the system, uh, thing that they're doing and how it's like how it's legally wrong and all that stuff um, but mm-hmm. as a kid I didn't get what that scene was supposed to be
0: no oh you me, know? yeah
1: a lot of kids are watching this movie
0: yeah and uh, yeah and Jim Belushi just looks just looks rough, rough. terrible yeah and uh, well, all these Santas do but yeah he basically yeah he goes there trying to strike a deal with these guys to get uh, one of these turbo man's yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, it just turns into a, a big fight. I can't even remember how that. Yeah, how
1: he like beats up a ton of Santas. Mm-hmm. Um, when a kid, I when I was a kid, I thought it was pretty cool. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he poses as a detective. He's like, "This is the ah, craziest yes. thing I've ever seen in the Force." You go get in there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and get away. Yes, I, this is one of those movies where like it's one of the only movies probably where Arnold is not a respectable character throughout. You know what I mean? Like he's not noble. He's not, he doesn't make good decisions. um, He's stupid. Uh, Like at one point he gets a reindeer drunk. He punches a reindeer in the face. Yeah. He just does very unlikable things and it's weird for a children's movie.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, I completely forgot about the, uh, the reindeer scene or yeah, actually, yeah, I feel bad for the reindeer then it's like, yeah, this is a, fail. yeah,
1: I, I couldn't believe it for any movie. I'm like, it would just came out of nowhere. I was like, why is he punching? Why did he punch that reindeer? Yeah. He face? just
0: clocks Rudolph. Out of I mean, mouth. I
1: guess it has something to do with like Phil Hartman it being Phil Hartman's reindeer, yeah. I guess, but still like that reindeer is not trying to fuck your wife. Yeah just you know
0: yeah yeah if you're going to punch anyone why wouldn't you punch Phil Hartman yeah it's yeah
1: exactly the fact that i think this movie yeah it also suffers from the fact that him and like this movie suffers from so many things but like a real like a like a real like critique is like for this movie is that it'd be good for a showdown um between Phil Hartman and Arnold yeah at some point you know and we never get that
0: yeah that's a good point it he is really um yeah the, the whole time basically the uh the villain to what's supposed to well I, along with sinbad you could say um yeah i um, guess yeah yeah and uh yeah and, and and nothing really comes about it except him running away in the end but uh yeah um i guess so-
1: Before we get to the, we just missed one thing
0: and then we could like move,
1: um, back, like back to the, their (laughs) cul-de-sac and like the reindeer thing. Um, there's just like that one scene where, um, I mean, it's like a long scene where they're sitting in the diner and then they hear on the radio Mm -hmm. that they're selling the dolls online.
0: Yeah. I want to get to the radio Yeah. Not
1: online on the radio, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A different era, um, and so they run to the radio and are the radio station and Arnold's uh, Arnold's saying the the reindeer names in his head because that's what you gotta do to win the win the uh, prize. And he's like, Dash or Donner, Dancer, Blitzen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. <laughs> I obviously don't know him. I said them the same names multiple times
0: you wouldn't win um, the contest yeah yeah
1: i would have be fucked just uh just like sinbad i guess and then we get to the radio station and uh arnold's like i got it right right and, and then he's like <laughs> guys it's just a gift card and <laughs> yeah. both dads both fathers just look insane you'll um, get it
0: eventually
1: yeah yeah i said that you'll get it eventually and then uh, Sinbad whips out um, a bo- supposedly a bomb, which yeah. I Sinbad thought becomes
0: a, a terrorist. Uh, yeah, he becomes like a that. terrorist.
1: Or, yeah, which All I of thought. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny since I was a kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and his whole thing is that <laughs> he didn't. It's a makeshift, you know, homemade bomb, but he didn't make it. He's a mailman, and
1: you not read the news. There's things going through the mail every day. <laughs>
0: I kept one just in case I needed it. Yeah. He kept this bomb case. just in case. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then like five minutes later the police come and then yeah. Sidman whips out another bomb.
0: And he doesn't get arrested. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then
0: they- you know, you know, for those times, just in case you need to become a domestic terrorist. Uh, it's always good to have a bomb around if if you ever <laughs> need to become one. Yeah
1: yeah and then they leave and it ends up being a bomb actually and yeah. like he wasn't like i like i think he was just you know he was just kind of being smart in a way he was bluffing but then he it's like a funny gag where it's like oh shit that was actually a bomb <laughs> yeah
0: and then yeah and it's uh, when the bomb goes off it's uh that is very comical and not uh you know like like okay, we basically yeah. are on planet Earth for this. We are in a cartoon because no
1: cops get hurt. I don't think it's, it's just that that like smoke goes in your face.
0: Yeah, it's like that '90s you know movie trope where it's just yeah. His hair is like sticking up. His face is all yeah yeah. And
1: it's the yeah. same cop like that Arnold has he's encountered like multiple times. He like knocks over his bike and mm-hmm. like before that and then that he surrounds Arnold like with all the other policemen yeah mm-hmm. yeah and we see the, him uh, we see him a couple more times later
0: all these re- recurring characters from uh yeah yeah from Minneapolis Just on the
1: streets of whatever Minneapolis it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's a Cities. good I feel like that's a good setting for this yeah. movie randomly
0: yeah yeah I, I did not remember that it was in uh, the Twin Cities but yeah apparently that a lot of scenes are in apparently like some of the, the the mall scenes are at the Mall of America uh, yeah so. that's yeah
2: that's cool
1: yeah, yeah why not some people <laughs> this is off t- topic but like some people actually travel to go to like a mall you know like that's really fucking ridiculous
0: no mall yeah it's it's a huge huge Midwestern thing I my aunt used to live pretty close to it when I was younger so I remember that that's the only time I went. But uh, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know how, how popular it is nowadays, but uh, yeah, it seems so ridiculous that it's like all these stores you can go to at home. This is just a bigger, yeah. bigger isn't building. There
1: like a roller coaster in there?
0: There's an amusement park. I think it's like Nickelodeon themed. It used to be Charlie Brown.
1: Splash park. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what they call our slime park. Sli- or yeah. That. It's
0: slime something. Yeah. It's yeah. uh yeah, pretty pretty wild. But you can so also is- see in uh, in the background of some of these scenes is uh, the skywalks in Minneapolis, mm. which it, I will say is an underrated part of the of the Twin Cities. Is because it gets so cold in the winters that a lot of the city is connected via skywalk. Um,
2: what
1: what is skywalk?
0: So, well, I'm glad that you asked, Luke. Uh, but uh, uh, my college also had these too. But yeah, it's like all these buildings across the city are connected oh the so they're just these hallways suspended above the the road
1: across like most like a lot of streets that's yeah thing.
0: so that the, the whole point is that if you know say you're going it's from side you're going from like one uh you know from this restaurant to like this store across you know a few blocks you don't have to walk okay. outside to go there you can go through the sky The sky really
2: interesting wow yeah. i
0: did not know that. yeah there's a little uh minneapolis uh tidbits tidbits for you there
1: so (laughs) is the scene where he steals the ball from the girl is that in the mall of america do you know
0: i feel like that's gotta be yeah Yeah. i think so i i was actually looking up um just because i've been to the twin cities quite a few times but uh i was looking up sort of you know where they filmed everything just in general not scene by scene but i think the only scenes that weren't in minneapolis was the the parade scene which was filmed on Um, was filmed in LA on a a studio lot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that must have been in the Mall of America.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't know this was Minneapolis because I don't know what Minneapolis looks like. And, um, Yeah, I was just kind of wondering when I was watching. What city is this? And i I guess, <laughs> I must have known that sometime during all my years with this movie, but maybe I never have.
0: They really, they really only mention it maybe once or twice. Other, other than that, it's just like implied. They don't, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not but, a character in the story, yeah.
1: But now that I know, I, I think it is a good like setting for this. Mm-hmm. You know, like for sure.
0: Usually, these like family Christmas movies from. Uh, back in the eighties and nineties or in Chicago. So yeah, it's uh Yeah, yeah, exactly it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Minneapolis. Yeah changing it up, yeah. But uh yeah, I guess where were we with uh with the movie? I don't
1: So I think the next thing I wanted to get to um was the Caroline scene. Um because I oh, think it's okay. really it's really funny yeah. when uh Phil Hartman's like Liv, is that her name Liv?
0: uh i think it's i think it's liz <laughs> liz yeah liz liz, liz. he's
1: like liz carolers come on <laughs> and then they, they like she looks so happy when she sees the carolers and so does he and he's but, but he's like just looking at her while they're staring at the carolers and they both are like sway. they're both like are like swaying to like now give me some figgy pudding okay yeah. and then, he, and then he, he like put he tries putting his arm around her and she just shoves it away it's just like God, yeah. fucking hilarious. so it's so cringy but hilarious mm-hmm. at the same time
0: yeah so i don't know if uh if someone besides phil hartman were in this role if it would be nearly as funny or just be plain creepy but yeah yeah it's he hey, he makes it he makes it funny
1: he pull, yeah he pulls it off fully commits yeah he, yeah there's a chance he was ex- he was probably excited for this role
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is uh that is a great scene uh, um and, I, and i'm totally lost where we where we're at so
1: arnold's while that while they're like swaying to the carolers <laughs> they're actually like the carolers are actually like singing to phil hartman's house yes so while they're singing to his house um arnold is like in there looking to steal yeah yeah. (laughs) his kid's turbo man (laughs) doll doll. yeah he he's like he sees him like earlier he sees him like putting the star on the tree Mm -hmm. and like he's like he's putting my star on my tree
2: on my tree and
1: and he like he like he like uh you turn you turn away and then uh you inside the house liz goes like what are you doing that's how and he's like your star wasn't up (laughs) (laughs) that's howard's job he always puts the star up and Uh... and he goes like he goes like too bad. He's not with his family on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. And so, he's and then, to. um, Arnold's still very mad. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, he, he's, he like remembers something that, uh, uh, that was uh said earlier he's like i got um he's like i got it's like a little voice over phil hartman he's like i i, I got a uh, Tommy, a turbo man doll earlier it's nestled safely under our tree and it goes like <laughs> nestled safely under our tree and mm-hmm. so then that's how arnold ends up uh in the house to steal the turbo man doll yeah uh, from a kid from a kid And as he's walking out, as he's walking out, he goes like, I'm stealing from a kid. I can't do this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The one, the one moment where there's some redeeming quality in him, but he's still fucked up. Yeah.
2: But it's like,
1: it's like, dude, you're already in there. You took it out. You you
0: shouldn't have even gotten to that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then that's how he ends up punching the reindeer in the face. And then he gets him drunk after that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just totally clocking the reindeer. Uh yeah, I genuinely felt felt bad about this scene. I didn't I, this didn't make me feel good at all that he's stealing from this kid and then he just yeah. punches this animal. Yeah, uh, and he's yeah. then
1: the reindeer's clearly gonna be sick after yeah. he gets put in the face.
0: Or dead. Yeah. 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 So I
1: know. I think then he goes home and then he has like the first conversation with his wife since like you know, like the th- third scene in the movie, yeah. <laughs> they've talked like maybe twice, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, "He's like, you don't understand all these things." And then he's, "She's <laughs> like, I don't want to, he- Howard. I've been hearing your excuses, uh, yeah, for years. I'm just not having it anymore." And then, um, and then she she's like, she ta- says to Phil Harmon, "Will you drive us to the parade?" And he's like. <laughs> of course and then yeah. they, they all leave and go to the parade
0: <laughs> that is so that is such a weird development uh to happen there yeah i, we... I have
1: to remember this phil hartman's character his name is ted ted, ted yeah. to the pal- parade
0: yeah there's it's even like that a- that scene like one of the two or three times when arnold calls home and and uh, it's Ted that answers, and he's like, "Hello," and he's like, yeah, He's yeah. like, "Liz, you gotta listen to me." And he's like, "Wait, Ted?" Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. So anyway, that's
1: they- a fitting name for this <laughs> guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they end up, uh, yeah, driving to the parade together while uh, yeah. Arnold then gets uh, wrapped up into uh, into uh, into the parade.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'll say this before he even gets wrapped into the parade, the parade itself is bonkers. Mm. Like, it is, it is Like, before any of the actual crazy stuff happens, even just when Jake Lloyd and um ted's kid are just watching all the normal things i thought it was like absolutely creepy this christmas day parade Uh, and i thought i thought it played a lot into like the um just like the fact that we say that you could uh critique you could uh analyze this movie as like being a critique of uh consumerism and the commercialization of christmas Because like that mute, like the, even like the music, it's like, it's just like, like the (laughs) horns. It's like just so mindless and like, uh, it's ridiculous. Very
0: over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: And not really like happy or like well-played musically or anything like that more. It just, it genuinely feels like it's brainwashing music.
0: It, it, uh, at this point almost seems like they're in some sort of, uh, like futuristic utopian society where, uh, you know, like metropolis almost, where, yeah, they're all, uh, they're all just these like brainwashed people. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially,
1: with... especially Rita Wilson. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that in a sec, but <laughs> she at least has her moment where, um i guess kind of where she stands up to ted
0: yeah yeah when they're in the car uh she does push him away yeah she kind of goes
1: like he's like liz i'm a very eligible bachelor
0: yeah he he like, starts to get a little too predatory oh yeah
1: oh yeah, yeah. and it's like and she just says no and then walks out and like that's really it that's yeah. the end of ted he gets eggnog spilled on him
0: yeah yeah and uh yeah that's basically the last time we see him until uh until towards the very end but uh um
1: yeah so then we can yeah arnold gets wrapped up into the parade somehow i forget he
0: he like he's,
1: Doesn't he run away from the cop he's running away he's from the cop and the cop and then um, he, he's which,
0: in this like building which is so dark but it's because it's um, like backstage kind yeah, of yeah exactly and they're like oh great you're here you're turbo man and uh yeah they
1: say like you're the guy it's the guy and then they they have like five people ready to just put the suit on him, and and the guy kind of goes like i'm sure you read the instructions well all the instructions so if you haven't well here's the changes like the jetpack works like this blah 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 (laughs) and then he's it's like all right have a great show and then he's just like yeah he's in the show it's Um, one thing to
0: have a parade you know with all of these like superhero characters, but they legitimately give, uh, you know, the superhero isn't an, uh, an actual uh, existing person, but they give him all of his actual like tools and gadgets that he has in his suit. Oh yeah, like when this is just um, a parade.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and as we see later, it, he has a, he has um, I don't know, like a jetpack or a rocket boost or whatever that, like that where he can fly all wherever he wants. Yeah. Like it's like military level. like yeah. Iron man level.
0: Yeah. He's like Iron Man. Yeah. And they, it's incredibly
1: they... powerful. It's not like just one of those like jetpack pack covering things that will make you just float around, you know, like in a parade for like a scene, you know, like that. Like, I feel like that's yeah. something I've seen somewhere like where you're Like, Oh, he can look, there's that guy. He can fly. He can he's fly. like 20 feet in the air. No, this is like a jet pack. Where he's fly, he can fly like hundreds of miles an hour if he wants.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, this is something they haven't even—they're uh, like testing in the military, and it's like secret, and they haven't released to the public. They're, yeah, yeah they're they try it out in the, in the parade. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and then he sees he sees that um, that one character who's supposed to be like Turbo Man's sidekick, and it's like the actor, and he's like, "Where the hell have you been?" He's like, <laughs> "I know you." Your booster,
0: (laughs) (laughs) your booster, yeah. And then who's the uh, who's the pink guy? Dementor. Oh, that's booster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Confusing the names.
1: Dementor maybe the villain.
0: Dementor is the the green guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then like the Turbo Man
1: like soundtrack kicks in, and like you know like the and we really get the feeling like. All right, this parade has just been elevated to a whole new level. Like it is the main event of the parade, and yeah. we start seeing like I, I really want to um find the um the song uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Turbo Man song.
1: Yeah, I'm looking up the. Jingle all the way, score. Jingle all the way, soundtrack. This might this might be a hard one to find.
0: Who knows? But while while the uh, the, the parade already wasn't bonkers enough, uh, this yeah. happens. And yeah, this so this was you know this is Carly's first time watching this movie, and I couldn't even prepare her for what was about to happen. You know, if you think. The movie up to this point is just totally ridiculous. Uh, yeah, climax at the at the parade. Which you
1: have, which you definitely, you definitely do.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm excited to to hear this song if you can find it.
1: <laughs> I'm looking, but tur- oh my god, Turbo Man Theme by David Newman. No. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like. I feel like if you have, if you're seeing this movie for the first time, and this scene hits, like my sister was watching it for the first time when we watched it, like I feel like you tune out. You're like, "What the hell am I even watching?" Yeah. What? You know what how I mean? did
0: we get here? What happened? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just got a little ad before we play yeah. this mas- this masterpiece. We just need to, you know, we just need to set the mood for this um, parade.
0: Yeah, because it is quite the spectacle. Yeah.
2: Yes, Turbo Man. Yeah!
1: And so, so then Arnold, he's he's he kind of like rises up through the stage, yeah. right during this it's moment. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like. I could. Get, he starts waving to everyone. He's like, I could get used to this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Man, everybody's just going crazy. Everybody loves Turbo Man. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody blindly loves Turbo Man. Yeah, yeah. For
1: some, yeah. And Turbo Man really is such a like a it's such a generic dumb name for like a superhero.
0: Oh yeah, and all have all of his um, his quirks are very just general and uh, and basic yeah and
1: also a big a big part of this scene is that like arnold gets a lot of just it's almost like he deserved the movie's trying to be like oh man it's all all this hardship has built to this for him but i don't feel like arnold deserves any of no
0: he's not a hero yeah it's like this is our hero here he is you know yeah yeah
1: exactly exactly this is his moment Yeah. yeah yeah Like, and no, like he's still a he's, shitty dad. It's like yeah. he's finally gained recognition blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like now this idiot's just in the middle of like this accident, you know.
0: He he stumbled into this. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean everything uh everything ends up going his way in the end, which we'll get to, but yeah, it's not because he's yeah. a great guy or learned anything. It's just because it just so, you know, he got lucky. Yeah. Uh <laughs> uh so but I then think while this he... is going on and then we see like from a rooftop or something.
1: Yeah, like uh, some Dementor. Someone, gets knocked, someone gets knocked out basically. Yeah. And then before, but like before he, the villain is revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Arnold still is like barely realizing what's happening to him. Yeah. Uh, the actual doll, the Turbo Man doll that he's been seeking this entire movie um, rises out from the stage and then Booster just kind of goes like pick a kid you're supposed to pick a kid and every kid's like me and like <laughs> he sees he sees Jamie in the audience and then he picks out Jamie and then Jamie. like trying to and, and like Phil Hartman's kids like no he's pointing at me <laughs> and then they like right as like the set, whoever's doing the audio mixing like turns up his mic he goes like jamie (laughs) and then and then uh he's like he jamie's like he knows my name name. and then even like his his even uh liz is like surprised like wow turbo man must be real is like what liz looked like (laughs) at that moment like wow
0: yeah because she's so dumb yeah
1: yeah, she's she like Liz at this point in the movie falls into complete like deliriousness. Like I don't even sh- I don't know where she's at in this parade
0: scene. Really, women are, are portrayed and treated terribly in this uh in this movie. One gets choked by Sinbad. They all are just stupid and uh and falling head over heels for Phil Hartman's character. Yeah, that's Yeah,
1: yeah. There's yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of women yeah. um either. Um And so Jamie runs up to the stage and he hands his son the doll. Arnold hands his son the doll. Um, Jamie has no idea that it's him. Clearly he thinks it's the real turbo man. Um, And he's like, Merry Christmas, Jamie. (laughs) And he hands him the doll. And um, right as that happened, Uh the villain comes out, um, which is like was it is a planned thing by the actual uh production. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it ends up being uh Sinbad. Sinbad, yeah. Sinbad is still going this is like Sinbad's still going after the doll. He's He's
0: somehow He somehow snuck onto this like rooftop took tinsel and like choked out the actual villain (laughs) got his costume on and then infiltrated this this production of the parade at the exact moment yeah and it's
1: all it's all to get the toy it's easily the most like desperate things someone's done to get the turbo man doll in the movie
0: yes yeah somehow yeah somehow we have gotten to this point where now arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad are fighting off as turbo man and dementor yeah
1: and then all these, um, uh, all these like just goons come out, guys playing goons come out, and they just surround Arnold and trap him. Um, and J- Jamie kind of runs away, and uh, Sinbad just runs after him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jamie kind of runs up a building while Sinbad's still running after him. And during this whole thing, uh Rita Wilson's just looking at what's going on and she just looks like confused because I think she's partly thinking this is part of the show you yeah. know
0: yeah totally um,
1: but she should not be thinking that <laughs> no at
0: this point you know something's <laughs> uh, up yeah
1: yeah so i believe then arnold arnold like tries his jetpack out but then he ends up flying basically all over all over minneapolis
0: mm-hmm. pretty much yeah and he, uh, he starts getting like jamie starts chirping in with like turbo man use your whatever yeah 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 yeah, exactly <laughs> he's like use your on your arm yeah and then he so he starts pressing these buttons mm-hmm. or whatever and these and things are flying like, out like
2: oh cool yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is actually pretty dangerous for, uh, for a parade. Uh, yeah. Just, like all these projectiles flying into the crowd.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so and when Arnold's flying around, there's a there's a point where he flies through like multiple people's windows. And then there's a point where he just like straight up flies into a brick wall and bangs <laughs> his head. I don't know how fast he's going, but, and, but that looks whew. Just so like a concussion yeah instantly an instant concussion
0: a good thing he is the world's buffest mattress salesman because uh, <laughs> he yeah he was able to handle that <laughs>
1: yeah and i think that's it and then and then and then we get to jamie climbing up on top of that like christmas tree wired thing with sinbad following him yeah he's like and, hanging
0: on for dear life yeah, yeah
1: and then the thing breaks and then they're hanging there they're just hanging there and um Rita wilson's just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, what My a performance.
2: My so-
1: yeah. Well, no, I think at this point she's yeah. actually like worried, but she does look stupid because she's like she let all this happen.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. She's just watching everything as it's a yeah, as if it's a performance. But uh, she's not really
1: doing anything.
0: Yeah. And uh yeah, and that's that's I mean it's it's staying true to her character throughout the whole thing, I guess. But yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Um and then so and and while they're hanging there, um, Sinbad is still, like, reaching for the doll. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would be way more worried about whether I'm going to die. Yeah, so I'm about die. Like, yeah. He's still like, give me the doll! <laughs> um, and I think that's when he's like, Turbo Man, use your boomerang! And then Arnold throws the boomerang into the air, and then, like, it hits the doll out of, like, it hits like Simbad, so he goes flying with the doll into like a dumpster or something like that. Yeah. And then Jay- Jamie just falls like and he's going straight towards the pavement. But um then Howard, you know, jetpacks to him and picks him up and he's like i knew you'd save me turbo man he's like <laughs> you can always count on me <laughs> which is just is like such a uh it's such a corny ridiculous moment
0: because at the beginning of the movie
1: they're like you can never count on dad it's
0: like <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> yeah it's just tying it all together yeah 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 and uh uh oh! Then I guess the cops come and and they arrest Sinbad.
1: Yeah, um, they they immediately pick him out of the. Which is just it's it's strange because like. I don't know. I don't even know why. It, it and just,
0: it's it's a well. It's of course the same cops too. Yeah, it's the it's same cops. Tried, yeah. yeah. Um and. Wow. Yeah, and they, arrest, they, of course, arrest, you know, the black guy. They don't, uh, the white guy gets off unscathed. Um, well, yeah,
1: like, I mean, doesn't, like, the the Turbo Man guy seem a little, why don't they question him at all? You know, yeah, he looked, they even thank he, him. Like, obviously, he chased, Sinbad chased after a kid, which is more obvious, but <laughs> Arnold did look very fishy out there.
0: Yeah. And they, yeah, they even thank him. And, uh, well, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about this. But, like, when he reveals himself, and then he, all he says is, Oh, sorry, officer, about like everything that I did to you. Yeah, it's like, Sorry about the the bike and the coffee, coffee, and the bomb. (laughs) And then he's like, Ah, it's all right, whatever. You know, it's Christmas. We'll arrest Sinbad, but not you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then Jamie gives Sinbad the doll. Um, Which I, you know, I actually still to this day, I feel very happy for Sinbad in that moment, even though Sinbad is going to jail.
0: <laughs> he's a real troubled guy, you know, he's gone through
1: yeah. a lot. Yeah, it, like when I was a kid and like Sinbad's like, this is going to make my son very happy. Like I was <laughs> like, I still get like kind of choked up about that, even though like now when I, I realize like, it's not going to mean anything for him and his kid because this guy's going to jail. Like, they're probably going to confiscate the doll and the kid's yeah. never going to get it.
0: Yeah, who knows what's going to happen to the doll in the end? But yeah. then he, yeah, Jake Lloyd has that great line where he's like, I don't need the doll when I have Turbo Man with me. He's like,
1: right I now, got the real talking. Turbo Man yeah. at home. I got
0: the real Turbo Man at home. Yeah. That that sounds like yeah. uh, a weird like compliment to like someone like someone's talking about their husband or yeah. their wife, yeah.
1: So yeah, like before that he revealed himself to his family and mm-hmm. uh, and then Liz goes like, "Howard?" and then she's <laughs> like, then she goes like, "Howard?"
0: Howard ooh, turbo man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It,
0: it's just yeah, it takes a comically long time for him to finally reveal himself. Uh, Cause yeah, there was a there was a part before he did where he was about to say I'm your and I and he's going to say I'm your father, and, and then I think that's when Sinbad comes in. But they they not only can't tell just through this like yellow visor that he has that it's him, but he's also the only person around with an Austrian accent, uh, <laughs> yeah. so incredibly
2: thick. The only person in
1: Minneapolis.
0: Yeah, it's like wow, Turbo Man also has an Austrian accent, just like my Austrian American dad uh who uh <laughs> who i live with yeah <laughs> yeah it takes a ridiculous amount of time for them to figure out that, and it's only when he takes the helmet off that they that they realize that yeah uh, yeah but then it, yeah and, then it's supposed to be this whole you know family thing of like ah let's get yeah. better family but yeah do they really but, learn anything from but that but
1: then he gets carried away like people by the crowd like people yeah. pick him up and they just start. Um, he starts just crowd surfing, yeah. and he just gets all this fame and glory out of nowhere. And then the movie, then the movie ends on that. And yeah. so, they, yeah. So it's just the most bizarre ending.
0: Yeah, he's so yeah, he's so glorified. When is he really uh, a hero? Yeah, I like how you how you put it. That everything is pretty much an accident, and yeah. He, nothing there I don't know there's nothing really learned from uh from the characters but uh I think that I think it, it fits with the vibe it, it feels very cartoony mm-hmm. and uh yeah it, it's not really like the uh the movie that I guess they market it as but maybe that's maybe that's okay because um I still think it's pretty popular nowadays with people watching it sort of you know as a joke um and just for nostalgic reasons too but yeah that is that is jingle all the way
1: yep it's a christmas (laughs)
0: classic christmas classic it's yeah right on par with it's a wonderful life and uh yeah that's uh yeah that's our deep dive into it any any last thoughts on uh jingle all the way
1: Uh, not really. Um, I, only that I I have, I had fun talking about it and I I have fun watching it. Um, and I don't know. I I feel like it's just one of those things that if you, if you grew up with it, then it'll be your thing probably. Um, if you didn't, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I don't know if it'll, if it'll, 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 any of this, any of the fascination with it will necessarily click. Um, but it is, I think it is something, a truly unique, um, ho-
0: piece Hollywood movie, uh, for yeah, sure. It's something to be seen. Yeah.
1: Oh, here's, here's one thing that was noticed <laughs> by my brother during the end credits. Um, the cinematographer of this movie was also the second AD, which just shows to maybe a possible, <laughs> it may be a little, a small clue into the probably lack, incredible lack of organization that might've been on the set.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Strange. I mean, I mean, it's not, not surprising in any, uh, in any way that they would be unorganized and,
1: uh, and also if ridiculous.
0: It, yeah. behind the scenes.
1: If you know anything about what those jobs are, I don't see any way that one person could do both. I don't get that. I don't get that at all.
0: Well, they proved it with this movie here. It can be done. It can happen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, on that note, I guess we'll, we'll close out Jingle all the way, but, uh, I personally am going to try and make it a, a yearly watch. Oh yeah. And, uh, and I, I definitely enjoyed it. So I hope, if you're watching it for the first time this holiday season you enjoy it and if you're rewatching it that you enjoy just as much as you did in uh as a child when you watched it for the first time
1: yeah oh, and also i enjoy, i own this uh, <laughs> i know you're trying to end it there but i have I don't one care, more yeah. thing to say i own it on blu-ray <laughs>
0: blu-ray my god wow Do you i thought you were gonna it? say vhs no i uh, I, I think we may have had a VHS back in the day, but I like
1: you and you've seen how like small my movie collection is. One of those movies is Jingle All
0: the Way. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> now that is saying something. Yeah, yeah, wow. that in is good, saying it, something. It's in good company. Yeah, uh, I'm glad we we mentioned your uh, Criterion buys last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it fits I,
1: perfectly in there.
0: <laughs> it's so great to know that this movie is lumped in with those in your uh, in your movie collection. <laughs> <laughs>